0: Rough Greens is our sponsor. Rough Greens, uh, you well, know. Look, uh, as you saw, I just rescued. Uh, I mean, am i a hero? Sure, for rescuing my dog Miles, who was crossing uh, the, uh, the uh, frozen pool in and your I'm, socks. You know, I may have been in my socks while doing it. The point is not that. The point is that Miles being alive at all at this point is probably because of Rough Greens. He's like sixteen, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, he's sixteen.
1: Sixteen years old, and he's still going strong. I yeah. mean, well, not he's blind and. Can barely walk, but he could walk more than he did before he was eating rough greens. He's deaf too, but yeah, he, he's not entirely blind. Which is a good thing. Yeah. He, he can see waving hands. Wow. Well, so good. that's a that's Rough Greens, it. if you want your dog to live the healthiest life, uh, try Rough Greens. Just try it. They'll give you a free bag to try it. Free bag. All you pay for is shipping. It's like eight bucks to ship it out. RoughGreens.com slash back. They are so confident that your dog will love this. And over time, you're going to see big results. They'll ship you the first bag for free. Eight bucks. Try it now. Eight three three Glen thirty three or Rough Greens slash back. America, it's Friday. And Bill O'Reilly joins us with a recap of the week and what a week it has been. In 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Paletta lives in Texas. She was going through a really, really rough ordeal with horrible hip pain. Got so bad that she started having trouble walking. Going up a flight of stairs was a nightmare for her. Pauletta was beginning to wonder if she's ever going to be able to walk normally again. Unlike most people, when she first heard about Relief Factor on this program, her first response was, I got to give that a try. Pauletta, I have to tell you, good for you. That's not what I did. It took me a long time uh, before I just was like, okay, okay, okay. Well, she tried it. Within three weeks Pauletta says her pain was gone, not diminished, gone. These days, when she wants to take a flight of stairs, she takes a flight of stairs. It's that simple. Pauletta got her life back by trying Relief Factor. You'll know in three weeks if it's going to reduce or affect you at all. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month because it works. You'll know quickly. Try it. Relief Factor. It's uh, ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com is where you can find it, or you can call 800 eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. 84 800 84 It's ReliefFactor.com. Yes, now from the stages of New York, Mr. Bill O'Reilly from BillO'Reilly.com. Hey, Bill, how are you? I'm the same back, which is tragic <laughs> <Yeah>. for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love it this is a favorite part of the interview every time to hear how you respond um bill uh Yo. let's uh let's start with uh, cuomo and what's going on with governor cuomo this is a nightmare the, the, the national news spent more time on ted cruz going to cancun taking his kids to cancun and then returning the next day leaving his kids there they spend more time on that scandal yesterday than they did on Cuomo.
2: Well, what I find interesting about the Cuomo situation is it parallels President Trump's situation and Gavin Newsom's situation, the governor of California. All three have been damaged by COVID beyond repair. Mm. Has that for some wisdom back? Mm, that is right? wise. That is it wise. Is. So this is the bigger picture now. So I've known Andrew Cuomo, 40 years. Mm -hmm. I'm not a buddy of his, but, you know, I can get him on the phone or I used to be able to get him Mm -hmm. when I needed him. Um, And he is a totalitarian. I mean, he governs that way. I mean, he comes off like, oh, yes, I'm liberal and I'm enlightened. But that's not how he governs, he governs like most New York politicians, you know, you do it my way. Right. That's what, That's how right. he does. It, all right. Right. So, uh, when COVID broke out, foolishly, he signed an executive order saying that senior citizens who were residents of nursing homes, even if they were infected with the virus had to be readmitted, which was a disaster. Mm-hmm. I don't know of any other governor in the country that signed in order like that, all right? Now, why Cuomo did it, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just dumb. I and mean, I think everybody would agree. But then he could do it because the press in New York is corrupt. And they're all left-wingers. And they don't care about the news, and they don't care about challenging Cuomo. So he could do it under the radar. But then when people started dying big time and families started to speak out, Cuomo had a problem, and he dealt with the problem the way most New York politicians do. He tried to cover it up, okay? And he got away with it again for a while because of the New York press corps, the local news here. Okay, but then the attorney general, a far-left woman named Letitia James, said, hmm, I want to be governor, Mm -hmm. all right? And I know that uh, Andrew is covering us up. So I'm going to just put that out there in a very noble sense that I'm looking into it. Bang. Bang. Cuomo's dead. And I mean that. He is finished politically. Really? office, forget it. Oh, please. Please make it so. To uh, the Biden uh, administration, forget it. I don't think he's going to run again in 2022. I don't think he's even going to run again. Number one, this is never going to go away. Number two, there'll be massive amounts of lawsuits Uh directed at Cuomo himself and his administration because of all the people who died, more than 15,000 of them, in New York nursing homes. And number three, the state of New York is in a shambles from top to bottom.
1: Nothing works here. So, you know, what's coming to mind right now is stick to the devil you know. (laughs) Who is in the wings that could possibly be... Well, James... She'll run, Luticia
2: James, But you can't get any further left than she is. Right. She's the attorney general. Right. She, but at this point, my prediction is this whole thing's going to blow up, all right, that the people in New York are going to say, we're throwing them all out. Because that's how bad it is. And that's what's happening in California. Newsom's going to be booted. I'm predicting he'll be booted. OK, this summer they'll he'll be on the ballot and they'll have a new governor there. And it's because even though uh, California is the most progressive, furthest left state in the union, not only in the union, but in the history of the United States, there's never been a place further left than California. Hmm. The folks have had enough. They can't open the schools. They can't go to a restaurant. COVID killed Newsom because Newsom. Did all this, hurting millions of Californians, and then went out to dinner at the French Laundry without a mask.
1: It's amazing how this has really killed those people. And, and Ron DeSantis is doing really well in Florida. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean. And
2: DeSantis, and this is the key there DeSantis in Florida had pretty much everything open. You know, and they had some restrictions, but not that many. And his state's ratio of COVID infections is about the same as California.
1: How do you explain that?
2: Because there is a way to get COVID and the way to get it is if you go into a group of people you don't know, all right? That's how you get it. You don't get it from shutting, you don't get protected from shutting everything down because people in California still go to their parties and they still go to the beach, they still do those things. Despite the state officials saying don't do it, they do it. That's how you get it. You go to places that you don't know who's there and what's going on. The infection is so vicious that if you're in a crowd of people, okay, and you don't know who those people are, there's a likelihood you're going to get COVID. A likelihood. That's how vicious this thing is. And and the third component of this thing, when I said in the beginning, I want to explain, some people don't, um, and I can't believe anybody wouldn't be uh, subscriber to BillOReilly.com dot com at this point. I mean, everybody has
1: to. I am uh, a wonderful. subscriber.
2: I know you are. I yeah. mean, and and that's because you're a brilliant man, Beck, and you figured out I I really need this service. But anyway, look, Trump lost the election because of COVID, because there are enough people terrified. Um, that said, oh, you know, I'm going to try something else. And then the voting apparatus in the individual states was tilted because a lot of people said, oh, I don't want to go to the polls, so let me vote five months in advance and not sign my name on the envelope. All and right. I said, okay, <laughs> sure.
1: Let me, uh, let me go back to Cuomo. Um, Assemblyman Ron Kim has, I mean, he's described – it sounds like a movie, in you know, The Godfather. I just told you that, right? And so, Ron, can't, you believe you, you believe ahead, Ron? Sorry. Do I believe him? Yeah, sure. Okay, so
2: of course I believe him. Right? I don't know Ron, but I know Cuomo. If you do something that Cuomo doesn't like, he gets on the phone and yells at you. He doesn't care who you are. I mean, he might not yell at the Cardinal Dolan, okay, but he'll yell at everybody else.
1: But there's a difference between yelling at somebody and saying, I'm going to destroy your career. I mean, it's mob-like tactics that Cuomo Ah, would. Okay, but come on. I mean,
2: I'm not even worried about that. That's New York. That's (laughs) what happens in New York. Do we all understand? I mean, look up Boss Tweed. I
1: know. Okay? I know. It's
2: from ever. This is how people behave here. I'm going to get you. You know, okay, but it's New York. Nobody, it's not like Cuomo was going to go out of his way to get Ron Kim. You does not even know who Ron Kim is. He just doesn't like what he said. So he goes, ah, I'm going to house and beat you up. Okay, come on. It's ridiculous. But the understanding that Andrew Cuomo, to this moment – has not admitted he made a mistake in signing that executive order. I mean, come on.
1: I know. All right, let me me, uh, kind of change the subject a bit. Uh, Joe Biden is now forcing uh, Chicago's top federal prosecutor to resign. This prosecutor is uh, going against some of the most powerful Illinois Democrats and their associates for corruption. Uh, And, I mean, we all know that, you know, Illinois and New York have corruption in common. This is almost exactly the same story as what happened in Ukraine with Joe Biden.
2: <laughs> and and the temperature in Ukraine is the same as it is in Chicago. Yeah, it is. It. it is. So here's why this is happening. You want to know, Beck? hmm Does Stu want to know?
0: I want to know. I mean, I'm a subscriber to BillOReilly.com, so I probably already know. No, you don't. Ahead.
2: This is brand new. Oh, okay. Good. Brand <laughs> new for the uh, Glenn Beck
0: program. All right,
2: go ahead. So, this is happening because of... Rahm Emanuel. So Rahm Emanuel, former mayor of Chicago, up to his eyebrows in this federal investigation. Rahm Emanuel is top advisor to Joe Biden. And Joe Biden, I don't think at this point in his life, even knows where Chicago is. It's somewhere west of Washington, somewhere. Okay, so Rahm goes in and goes, oh, yeah, um... This guy uh, in uh, Chicago, he's not doing the right thing. And Joe goes, Well, what should I do? And, Well, I think we might want to replace him. That's what happened. Hmm all right um wait wait back what you never give me props you never say yeah,
1: i didn't know that o'reilly my god because that is so incisive your well,
2: analysis is
1: brilliant i don't speculate i i just work <laughs> on facts <laughs> back with bill o'reilly in one minute stand by so if you decided to sell your home and move into another one because, you, you know, you just don't have enough stress in your life already, uh, you might want to shoehorn some more in. You know, what the heck? I mean, go ahead. Be you, boo. Uh, crazy train comes along and uh, you are, did that disgust you, Sarah? I saw the did that. I mean, I'm just saying uh, you're going to have to if you're selling your house, you're going to have to do repairs to your house or whatever you you need somebody who is who has a team Somebody who can walk into your house and say, hey, here are the quick fixes to help your house sell faster and for more money. And here are the people that I know that can get the job done. They're not going to rip you off or whatever. You need somebody who knows what they're doing, has all of the connections you need, knows the market and has a great track record. That real estate agent you're going to find for free at realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. We will find the right person in your area or the area that you're moving to. That has the answers it 's real i trust dot com that 's real i trust dot com ten seconds station id boo
2: <laughs> mm.
1: uh bill let me uh let me switch to the probably the biggest news of the week uh, for conservatives, the death of rush Limbaugh. Your thoughts
2: well, I tweeted right after that and and it's a fact based tweet uh, that Mr. Limbaugh was the most successful radio broadcaster in the history of the country, and the impact that he had on his audience changed the country and gave a uh Another view of politics and life that went up against the colossus of left-wing media. So I think that's true. I don't think anybody can argue with that. Uh, on the day he died, I wanted to be especially sensitive to his family and friends. I did not know him uh, very well. I met him once, and I had a very short conversation. You'll remember that I competed with him directly for seven years because mm-hmm. I did the radio factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so i don 't know you know there was no real common ground between us. My style is totally different than his style. Um, what I was appalled at and spent a lot of time on last night on the no spin news um, is the um, vitriolic hatred spewed about Rush Limbaugh on the day of his death. So I did a search I had my staff, and I think I got one of the best staffs in the country, I said, find out what happened when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, Mm -hmm. all right? Find out how conservatives reacted on the day of her death. We could only find one, and it was an anti-abortion politician who attacked Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the day of her death, one. Conservative commentators didn't do it, radio, TV, newspapers, nobody did it. So contrast that. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a, a left-wing icon, uh, uh, people on the right, traditional people, certainly did not approve of her. But when she died and in the days thereafter, they respected the process of her family and friends grieving. That That's what happened on the right. On the left, you had—I've never seen such hatred. I mean, I assume when I pass, I'll get that. Um, and well, I you will actually, from us, yeah, thanks I get that now I'm still breathing and I get it, but I actually had a conversation with my children. I said, you know, when I passed, just you've seen what happened. You know, I keep them away from it as much as I can, but I said, this is going to happen. And I, that was far be, before Rush Limbaugh passed. But anyway, I think for all Americans, they should sit down just and take maybe five minutes to think about. The progressive left wing culture in this country, as opposed to the traditional right wing culture, and the behavior of both. Now, that's not excusing excesses on the right, and certainly they have happened. Uh, Mr. Limbaugh did things that I didn't think were correct, but I'm sure the converse is true as well. I mean, when you do three hours of radio like you do every day and, and TV and radio like I did and three hours like Rush did on radio, you're going to make mistakes. Yeah, That's going like. to happen. Yep. Yeah, it's going to happen. Um, uh, the thing about Limbaugh was he did a lot of satire, mm-hmm. a lot of humor, and that was never translated by the far left into humor. It was always, oh, he said this. He did this. Okay, yeah, th- this happened. But he didn't really because he was mocking it. He was making fun of it. That was never differentiated. But, I mean, I saw the Associated Press, Dispatch, Disgusting. NBC News, Awful. But here's something you don't know. CNN and NBC executives, shortly after Rush Limbaugh died, issued orders to their people on television, their main people, do not attack Limbaugh. Both organizations did that. And on MSNBC, their main players in prime time did not mention the man at all, not his passing, nothing. Hmm. And the only person on uh, MSNBC who did it was Joy Reid, who can do whatever she wants. She's not going to listen to them. No one on CNN, with the exception of Stelter, who is one of the most evil individuals I've ever seen, um, and he did it in the context of a news story, cloaked it. Right. But no one on CNN ripped him up. That was by direct order, because CNN and NBC both know that their news organizations are now suspect in the eyes of non-audiologues, that people do not believe them. And their ratings are cratering since Trump has left the scene. I mean, they're down 50% in some cases. Um, and they know that they're in trouble. So that order went out. That has not been reported anywhere, but because I know everybody, I know what happened.
1: Um, on February 11th, 2021, um Anthony Mason from uh, CBS uh, this morning said it's interesting on the passing of uh, celebrity. It's interesting. He opposed the death penalty. He favored the same sex marriage. He spoke out against the U.S. invasion of Iraq. Politically, he was very progressive. He's not what you think he was going to be. In fact, (laughs) after finding some of his work as a 10 year old, it changed my life forever. That was the way they talked about Larry Flint, the publisher of Hustler magazine.
2: Yeah. I had a question. I was on a radio doing another interview, uh, and somebody said, Oh, isn't Larry Flint uh, the greatest guy and the freedom of speech and expression guy? And I said, You're crazy. I said, I just finished writing a book called Killing the Mob, out May 4th. Thank you very much. Okay. And the damage and destruction in that industry that Larry Flint made his millions in to human beings is incalculable. Uh-huh. And I, I'm not going to go any further than that, um, but to portray him as a hero, when the damage that he did to people in that industry and is no dispute. You can't dispute it. And you'll see it in Killing the Mop,
1: because they got right into that. Give me, give me Whatever a, that is, g- organized crime is. Can you tell me, give me one example of, of that, that? Well, they
2: exploit younger people who are emotionally disturbed, and the uh, purveyors of that will uh, pay them a little money, and then they'll debase themselves, and then they have them forever. I mean that that's what it is white slavery black slavery that's what it is
1: all right back with more from bill o'reilly in just a few seconds uh reparations appear to be on the way harvard says trillions in reparations are needed just to address covid more with bill o'reilly in just a second This is the Glenn Beck program. Right now is a great time to check out uh, one of my favorite products. It's Raycon wireless earbuds. I love them. I was just using them, what, two nights ago. I was listening to a book uh, from Audible and I had them in and I couldn't hear the kids. It was a dream come true. Anyway, uh, you can get Raycon earbuds. Uh, They look great, they fit your ears, they're comfortable. Um, They are half the price of Apple AirPods, and I think they're better than Apple AirPods. Raycons are the opposite of all of the crap that you have of falling out of your ears, little white sticks that hang out, and big, big price. Raycon, Raycon, offering now a 15% discount off of all of their products. Here's what you have to do. You want great sound, great ear pods? go to buyraycon.com slash back 15% off right now at buyraycon.com slash back do it now buyraycon.com slash back
0: i mean you heard bill o'reilly say it andrew cuomo is done why not get your andrew cuomo is awful mug right now at Cuomo is awful.com and don't forget to subscribe to billoreilly.com more with him next
1: Looks like 180 Democrats have supported forming the $12 million, 13-member slavery reparations commission. Bill O'Reilly here is uh, to to comment on it. Bill, well, it's not going to happen. I mean, you
2: can whenever a politician doesn't want to do anything, they go, um, "We're going to do a commission, or we're going to have a study, uh, and we're going to," you know. So the problem with reparations is that you have a country that's going bankrupt. Okay, so we have thirty trillion dollar debt here, thirty trillion. Now, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, neither of whom cared about that at all. So they're looking short term, and we're going to spend as much money as possible or we'll put ourselves in a position to, you know, be reelected or be elected, as the case may be. So if you were to give reparations, you'd have to um, then send cash to um, 15% of the population, all right? So well, we're are talking, you gonna... what, 50 million people? Um, and in uh, you mentioned a Harvard study in the T's. The study was that because um, African-Americans have poor environments, their ho- their homes and their neighborhoods and all of this, they're much more susceptible to getting COVID. So the only way to stop that in the future is to give each african-american family eight hundred thousand dollars so they can buy their way out of the bad neighborhood so that's what the harvard pinheads are suggesting so this is all unconstitutional by the way um it would never happen um but you know the left is doing this to get the african-americans to vote for them and that's been going on now for decades
1: So uh, aren't reparations really coming in in different ways? The the COVID bailout, they're saying that they're not going to help uh, you know, uh, white companies don't get the priority. If you're a white businessman, you're not going to get the loan, et cetera, et cetera. Isn't yeah, and and reparations is coming? Um,
2: equity is reparations. So you remember Joe Biden in his uh, inaugural speech we're going to do equity, and equity means we're having certain groups um, get favorable status from the federal government. And that that just is a big rainbow arc. Right. So whatever it is, we're going to favor the marginalized groups. Um, and it's not a purely racial thing because gays are in that group sure. and a bunch of other people. So that is the equity play, okay? So that, yeah, you can easily say, well, that's partial reparations. But the progressive left wants to essentially bankrupt the United States. And this uh-huh. is what people don't understand. Uh-huh. All right, they want to drive up uh, the debt so far that the U.S. dollar collapses, and once it collapses, the economy collapses, and we're back into the Great Depression of 1929, where they could wipe out capitalism and impose socialism, which is essentially what FDR did to get back into uh, a government that is, you know, making sure people don't starve to death. That's what the far left wants. It wants to collapse the entire capitalistic system. And if you're going to pay $800,000 to uh, each black family, you're going to bankrupt the system. Yeah. You'll collapse it.
1: Well, so it, uh, that is, that is if these minorities can figure out how to use the Internet. Listen to this from Joe Biden two days ago.
2: The, uh, the other part portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in uh, Uh, Rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts know how to use, know how to get online to determine Mm. how to get in line for
1: that. (laughs) So So whether, if you know, out in the out in the places outside of the city and those inside the city don't know how to get online. That's one of the most racist things I've ever heard. Yeah.
2: I mean, I I don't I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that Biden was racist in saying it because there's some truth to it, but it encompasses white people, too, elderly white people in particular. Uh, Every race, um, people don't know uh, how to um, go through the Internet, a lot of them. It doesn't have anything to do with color. But the poorer you are, the less
1: access. Correct, you have. correct. But okay? that's not the what poverty. he. But that's not what he said. No, no. Let
2: because me... Biden doesn't know what he's saying.
1: Right. <laughs> okay. No, and I'm not, I'm not... It. Listen,
2: listen. This is absolutely true, and everybody has to understand this. When Joe Biden reads the teleprompter, he doesn't really understand what he's saying. All right. It, it isn't like he wrote it, or he even edits it. It's just given to him. He looks it over. And then he reads it.
1: What do you think it means that uh, Kamala Harris has called many of the world leaders and not, uh, not uh, Joe Biden?
2: It's perfectly logical. Mr. Biden is napping. He's napping. All right. So if he's napping and there's a call on a sheet, Kamala is up. So she makes the call. I, you know, by the way, I don't care. I mean, I, I, if Kamala Harris wants to call a president of Albania, have a blast. Doesn't matter to me at all. But if people really think that Joe Biden's an active president, I mean, really, the land of Oz is beckoning.
1: Chuck Schumer came out and uh, Chuck Schumer (laughs) has flipped his position over Puerto Rican statehood. Yes. He's now in opposition to it. what, What 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 what's that all about?
2: I think they overcharged him at the Doral Hotel in
1: San Juan. <laughs> I think that's what happened, Chuck. Seriously, <laughs> so, what happened to that?
2: Um, I don't know. I'll call him and I'll ask him. I, I don't know. I don't think the people of, uh, of Puerto Rico really want to be a state. Yeah, they, they voted just voted four times.
1: No, but they voted last, uh, what, November, I think, and it, and it passed.
2: Yeah, Barely, back, but that it passed. was the hurricane now. That's why. Uh, but now they, I, I don't know. But anyway, I have to, I have to say, I don't know why Chuck has flipped. I will find out. Um, but I, I wanted to tell you guys before I leave you and give me 30 seconds. Uh, yeah,
1: I will, time. but I'm not done yet. I've got okay, other things but, for you, but I've got, Yeah, yeah, I've whatever. Yeah, Ted we'll Cruz. we'll say you're on the air and you won't be on the air and you'll just blab on <laughs> while we do something else. Hang on, just hey, a second. Can we
2: talk about Ted Cruz, please? Uh,
1: could you let me run my show, please? <laughs> uh, Nikki Haley just requested a yes. meeting, and uh, Trump said no. Right. Uh, he doesn't like her. He did.
2: He yeah, he, he did, but he like doesn't her.
1: like her now.
2: No, he never liked her.
1: Never liked her.
2: No. No, Nikki's, you know, Nikki Haley um, is a, um, let me, I know I'm going to get in trouble here uh, because, you know, I'm a misogynist, but Mm. Nikki Haley, who I respect, (laughs) I I think she did a nice job at the the UN. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's a, all right, strong-willed woman. How about that? All right. I know somehow they'll twist it around. Yeah. Um, and, and basically, you know, she speaks her mind. And and at, at times, if you're speaking your mind of Donald Trump and you tell him something he doesn't like, he's not really receptive to that. So I think she got on the wrong side of him because she said the election wasn't fixed. Right. OK, that's right. Right. So, I, you know, look, if Nikki Haley uh, wanted to meet with Donald Trump, there's a reason. And because Nikki Haley wants to run for president and wants Trump to be on her team. Trump knows that. So it's not like Trump isn't ever going to meet with her. He will. But he's going to let her dangle.
1: And that's what's going on there. Okay, so now let's go to uh, Ted Cruz. Yeah, I was going to meet him in Cancun. Did you guys know that? (laughs) No. (laughs) I have to tell you, I don't see anything wrong. He took his family down. Back. I know, I know. The optics are terrible. The opt no wait, right. the optics are terrible. Oh, but he had no. nothing to do with anything in the state no. of
2: Oh, Cruz should have been out shoveling snow. No, <laughs> I know. I know. He should oh, have been
1: shoveling people's driveways. He didn't stay in Cancun. You he took his to Cancun. He took his family there and the see, next morning the he returned. Wait, you can go over Easter.
2: Okay, get the family, give them all shovels and shovel the people out. What's the (laughs) matter with you? And by the way, I don't go to Mexico ever, ever, because that government in Mexico City won't cooperate with our government in taking out the cartels. I'm not going down there. That's not a good government in Mexico. Are you hearing me, Ted Cruz? But, my God, you don't go on vacation when people are dying from the cold? Like, can you just see him in the lounge chair on the beach, slathering up? <laughs> he on the didn't sunblock? do that. He didn't uh, well, do that. Look, he well, probably would have do done it because
0: they nailed him. Right. He would have done he it. Was... The big whale. Would have been on the beach. He was supposed to stay till Saturday, reportedly at least. Uh, he, but again, like I don't think of, I can't think of a better time to go on vacation than when people are dying of cold. That's what right. you do. Is you get the You'll hell out never of the area. Be elected for anything, right. Stu, and that's why it's bad, right, Bill? It's 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 a political issue. I, like, right, it's I not. Can... T- I oh, it's just this, political. I literally no. pitched the same thing to my wife on Friday. I did. I too. said, "Should we get the hell out of here because this is going to be a disaster." I like, did that's too. Why do you the work most hard, powerful it, politician in the state? Right, and that's what I'm saying. It's a political issue. It's like you go to work every day and work your ass off and save your money so that you can remove your family from dangerous situations. Oh, uh, but not if you're a public servant. Right,
1: right, and that's not the not if you're in
0: charge of the. All right, so put
1: this into perspective. Put this into perspective. Is yeah. this is this Andrew Cuomo death? Is this uh, Gavin death? What is yes. this gonna? It's it, it is hurts him bad. It, mm. it, it, he just he didn't win big last time. All
2: right. Yeah. This hurts him bad. It, it, there's no he can he can grow his beard as long as he wants nobody's gonna forget
0: this it's so memorable to it and it's it's got the chris christie on the beach feel you know he's it's got the, no no this is the french laundry he's got the french laundry That's feel but is. again like to be fair and people have made this point he's not telling people to not go on vacation gavin newsom was saying don't go to a restaurant i agree and he went to the restaurant come on the hypocrisy guys, it's is different but he's not
1: the governor yeah he can't he's sure a united states no, wow, senate cruz
0: <laughs> all, right. All, right. All, right. all right all right all right mr we should have started a mr plow franchise okay. Listen, like homer simpson i'm and- gonna
1: give you all the time i can give you it when you hear it's like the academy awards when you hear the music you gotta stop go ahead pitch whatever it is you were gonna pitch
2: all right killing the mob an exceptional book beck has actually read it and liked it <coughs> oh gee we're all out of time <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> right, go ahead, go ahead. If you order it on BillOReilly.com, <laughs> <laughs> pre-order it, we'll give you 50% off Killing Crazy Horse, another book, uh, Beck
0: Love. Can you That's get, it. Can you get those That's things? I got. Can you get I'm them signed? Cancun. Bill, can you See get you them later. signed? Can you get the book signed or what? You get it signed on BillOReilly.com, uh, sure. Uh, but all right. This, this thing
2: is, you get two books for a really great price that you'll like. That's what it's all about. Very cool. I got to go to Cancun, you guys. Thank you. All God. right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bill.
1: Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Let me tell you about Rectech. Oh, do you know that it is going to be 68 or 70 next week here in Texas? Yeah. We've gone from Tuesday. one. Yeah. One on uh What? Tuesday,
0: It got to negative two. It was the first lowest temperature since, I think, 1949 here in Texas, and it's going
1: to be 72 on Tuesday. That is crazy. Just crazy. Well, good thing you have an indoor swimming pool. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Well, I have a rink now. Yeah. And then it turns into a swimming pool next week. Uh, So I have a uh, rec tech that uh, is just the best. If you are looking for a grill, if you're looking for a smoker, if you're looking for something that just you can bake in, you can grill on it's everything it is built like a tank It has the high-tech temperature controls. You can control it from an app on your phone. You can start it away from the house. You can turn the heat up or whatever. It informs you about everything that's going on inside. I want you to A-B compare Rectech with other grills. You're going to thank me for it. They don't sell them in stores, so they cut out the middleman, and all of that extra money they've put into the grill. There's no comparison. Follow Rectech on social media. Sign up for their newsletter. Letter, just A B compare them. Rectech R E C T E Q dot com. That's rectech.com. Oh my goodness. I am so thankful that we have the UN uh, to save us. Uh the UN has just come out with a new report yesterday um talking about how we need to make peace with nature. Because our children and their children uh, will inherit a world of extreme weather events, sea level rises, drastic loss of plants and animals, food and water insecurity, and the future likelihood of future pandemics. This is bad. This is bad. We are, I'm quoting, we are close to a point of no return, according um, according to the United Nations. They said that uh, right now, Earth is on the way to an additional three and a half degrees of warming, far more than, it's going to be a lot hotter than even the Paris Accord agreed on. About nine million people a year are going to die from pollution. A million of Earth's eight million species and plants and animals are going to go extinct up to 400 people million tons of heavy metals toxic toxic sludge and industrial waste are dumped in the world's oceans every year. 3 billion people are now affected by uh, the land that is degrading and only 15% of the earth's wetlands remain intact. About 60% of fish stocks are fished at maximum levels, more than 400 oxygen pleated dead zones and marine plastics pollution has tenfold has grown tenfold since 1980. It is going to end with us. The United Nations has come out, and in this report, it uses the word must 56 times, should 37 times. But the head of the climate for the climate chief for the UN said there should be a hundred more musts in this document because we are literally out of time. Wow. Wow. Who knew? Now they're only asking for a few things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what actions they are. They are saying we must take, and they're sure they they might be a little expensive or a little uncomfortable for some. But it's not like they're asking to change everything in your life. I hope you noted the sarcasm there. I'll tell you about it coming up in just a second. Stand by.